0: Hello and welcome to today's edition of the Business Excellence Podcast. My name is Rail Bricker, coming to you from Perth, Western Australia. And today, our special guest is Kelly Sinclair, coming from a place that is pretty dear to my heart because I've visited a number of times, and that's Calgary in Canada. Welcome, Kelly.
1: Thank you.
0: So, so Kelly, when we first met, actually, um, on a on another chat on, on another organization and it struck me a little bit of your story and your brand and that's what you, you're passionate about. But reading your bio it says I'm a marketing and brand specialist who works with entrepreneurs to help them get clear on their message and who they serve. So let's start with that. Why do people get it wrong? I mean wh- what is it with entrepreneurs that that, that we don't pick a lane and know what lane we're in?
1: Oh, I feel like I could go, we could have the entire podcast answering that question alone. But what I find for sure is where people are struggling and what they think they're struggling with is some kind of tactical marketing thing. So they're either saying, I, I need to do more social media. I need to quote, show up. I need to be consistent. I need to learn how to use Instagram or Reels or TikTok or some platform or build a funnel or build a website or do something that's tactical. And the reason why that's hard and why they struggle with that is because they don't have the brand and the foundation for the marketing to come from. So people ask me a lot, what's the difference between branding and marketing? And it is... Branding is who you are, and marketing is how you tell people about it. So if you think about skipping that step and going straight into how do like how do I market my business? where should I be? And you haven't first thought about who you are as a brand, what you actually do, and who you serve that's related to that, then you often will miss the mark and you'll spin your tires.
0: Well, you, you say that. I mean, I know that you you said to me that you work with a number of professional service people as opposed to as opposed to bricks and mortar. But but it's not, in my mind, not that much different between a bricks and mortar store that that has a particular message, has a lane that it works in, to a professional service. And you talk about, you know, who you are as a brand, but you is the company, as a startup, as an entrepreneur. A lot of people mix it up between the personal why, and how important is that alignment between the personal why and the business why?
1: Mm, that's a really great question. And it is such a powerful story to understand when you are delivering in your marketing. If you have that connection back to why it's Simon Sinek says it best, right? People buy. People don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it because we all as humans, we buy from people. We buy from people that we want to support. We buy because we believe in the mission that the organization is trying to achieve. We believe in something about that organization like You know, whether they're ethically sourcing things or how they're employing people or what their overall bigger picture mission is. So being able to uncover that and figure out what it is for you and your business. And when you're a small business, it's usually very connected, you start the business for a reason that's important to you personally, and you allow that to grow and expand into something that more people want to become part of, and those more people become your staff and your supporters and your ambassadors, and they wave that flag for you.
0: I mean, so, so you say that people waving the flag for you. So how does an entrepreneur, a business owner, a startup go about... Defining their brand now, and, and I say that because sometimes you know you you know in on the back of my book, this the, the book that I published in 2018, the words say: take a breath, dive in, and adjust the course while you're moving. In other mm-hmm. words, you know you, sometimes you have a plan and you start there and then you move off in a different direction. So, in mm-hmm. your experience, how critical is it that people? Define the lane. How many people get stuck in that lane without going? It's time to move.
1: Hmm. Yeah, lots of questions there. So, how do you get started with brand? I'll address that first. Yeah. You figure out what your values are. So, what are your values? Your business values. The brand values is the foundation. It's the it's the what's important to you. And when I help clients with brand values through working with them directly or within my programs, it's in three different categories. The first one is the core values. And that's the one that you kind of think of instinctively, right? Core values is what's important to you, what matters, why does it matter? And you kind of make sure that looks holistic and represents all parts of your business. The second one is brand personality values. So how do you show up? What is your personality like? If you're looking at this on a video, see I have hot pink fingernails. (laughs) A lot of my website, everything comes out in colors. It's bright, it's happy. That's the tone that I want to set with my brand. And the personality piece is infused into the energy that I have when I speak and how I deliver presentations, how I deliver my content, what I look like on social media, all of those things. And then the third type of values is the brand experience and these are how you actually deliver your brand like deliver your products or services to people so things like quality consistency perhaps if you're a lawyer or something confidentiality like that kind of discretion those kinds of things are part of how you actually interact with your clients so those are the three areas that I like to encourage people to think about when developing the brand.
0: Okay. So you, you spoke about the brand experience there, and you also mentioned something about how you show up on social media. And so a, a great friend of mine here, past president of professional speakers in Australia, said the hardest thing about being himself was being himself 24-7 mm. and, and that every time he showed up on social media it was not him as the person it was him as the brand i mean do you think that entrepreneurs who are their brand so solopreneurs you know professional speakers even a law firm that's you know john smith and associates and john smith you know how how much do they have to separate out or can they separate out their personal brand from their business brand in other words, when they show up on social media having a party or having a beer with somebody, does that fit their brand image and do do people actually understand that there's a distinction between the person and the business?
1: Yeah, there's there's an interesting question in there for sure. Certainly, I would say it's probably easier If you are a personal brand to not have to have such clean lines between what what do I how do I show up as my business versus who am I as a person, because a lot of the personality better be pretty authentic and consistent across the board there right and if you're having to ask yourself like should i say this or do this then that's a red flag in the back of your mind right about whether that information needs to go on social but lots of people ask that question like how much is too much personal information to share for example so if i can maybe redirect the question sort of into that and and it's it's the reality is people buy from people and we buy from people that we can trust and we only trust people when we know them And we need to know some information about them, uh, what they care about, where they live. Like, these are the little things that we think doesn't matter as kind of content creators, as businesses who are putting ourselves out there. We think it doesn't matter that we show the occasional, you know, video. For me, it's walking my kids to school. And then when I walk home from school, I have this beautiful mountain view. And I'm watching some of the connections that I have in other parts of the world you know uh shoveling snow seeing snow for the first time which makes me laugh so hard as a canadian right? and those are the things that connect me with them because it's just something that's very personal and an easy connection it's an easy point of conversation and that's really what you're trying to do on social media is start conversations
0: well so, so that's interesting so building a brand so you know one of the questions I, I had down here to ask you was what advice do you have for building a brand and so so we talking about personal branding now, you know, because it, it, it's—I it, guess—it's the most pertinent. At a corporate level, it's kind of different. They would have, you know, hundreds of employees, brand guidelines, et cetera. And you were there. You were there in the BP space and and other spaces. And 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 as you mentioned, and, and I'm not going down there. You, know, you you chose in 2017 for personal reasons to leave the corporate world and go out on your own. And I think you're probably much happier now that you're out on your own. Um, mm-hmm do you think it's that authenticity that showing the vulnerability on social media not not the stuff that's going to get you into jail you know the illicit drugs and those sorts of things but the vulnerability as you said walking the kids to school um and and let's talk about platforms very quickly you know everyone said you never show that personal side on linkedin you only you know Use that on Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. Have those have those lines blurred distinctly now? I mean, have those blind lines disappeared? Are all three platforms somewhere where you can show up as your authentic self walking the kids to school?
1: Well, I, I don't know what, quote, professional social media people would tell you about what you should do in, on LinkedIn. But from mm-hmm. a brand perspective, uh, I wasn't using LinkedIn for quite a while because it felt like it was just too much connected to my corporate life. I felt like all my contacts there were just my corporate people. They weren't the people I was looking to engage with anymore. But for me now, from the brand perspective, it's to show up the way you add value across all of those platforms. The real core there is how are you adding value, right? None of the content that you create should be about getting attention or trying to sell something or pushing anything out. So And that doesn't necessarily mean it all has to be educational type content. I definitely think that helps when you're trying to position yourself as an expert in something that you're creating maybe videos or content that's shareable, that that has tips and tricks and things like that in it, if that relates to your brand. And I think that that belongs on all of those platforms.
0: Okay. So you mentioned something there interesting and I I completely forgot about the story, but the first time I visited Calgary, we got there in late November and I hired a van at the airport and, and, and I had two young kids and getting the kids into the van, into car seats and, you know, working out how to do this. And it was it was cold, but it wasn't really cold. Like it got cold later on. And I found this wooden handled thing with a, a, a rubber edge on it in the in, in the trunk of the car. And and I went back into Avis and I said to them, somebody's left something in the car. And they went, you don't know what that is, do you? And I went, no. They said that's a scraper, and you're going to need it.
1: <laughs> and
0: and so yes, it was the first real experience we'd had of driving in snow and and being there. So so yes, I was one of those. It was it was 25 years ago, but or, you know, <laughs> but but interestingly, I had that same sort of experience where coming from warm climates this thing called the snow scraper for the windows just didn't mean anything to me. So I do understand how people, how are how, how you walking the kids to school in the snow and having the mountains, you know, the beautiful views that you get from Calgary is part of your brand. It is part of who you are. You know, it mm-hmm. is, it is part of it. Tell me what is your magic brand formula?
1: So the magic brand f- formula is the way that I teach how to create a brand. So to go deeper into your question, where do you start and why are some people doing it sort of wrong? And, and not wrong, but you, you do have to explore a little bit. And, and I'd like to touch on a little bit of brand evolution, too, in a minute, because I think that, that kind of came out in an earlier question, because brands do evolve over time. So don't be afraid that when you're initially defining what your brand is, that you think that it's necessarily this long-term permanent decision, and you put all that weight on it, right? When we think that the decisions that we're making are going to impact the rest of our business and our potential success, it's a little bit stressful. It doesn't have to be like that. Your brand, if you can develop it the right way through through this process that I've created, you will pull out what's authentic and true to you and create what is needed in order to build upon it and allow that lane to shift and move as you grow in your brand and get more experience. So the magic brand formula goes like this. Who you are, plus who you're for, plus why it matters. So that means starting with you, your values, what matters to you, what you do. Sometimes people tell me they have the hardest time answering the question, what do you do? Right? We're, we're in, a, in a networking group together and you have to do a one minute commercial about your business all the time. And that's a hard thing to nail down. Because you want it to be intriguing and you want it to actually explain what you do. And I used to go to networking things and say, hi, I'm Kelly and I do PR and marketing for small businesses. And nothing happened. I got no clients from that. So it's really important to be able to identify the niche that you serve, the activity that you do, the problem you solve, all of that. That's part of your brand. So then, the second piece is who you're for. That's figuring out the ideal client based on what you do and what you what kind of skills you bring to the table. What what your secret sauce is. It's not who's the market now. I'll make a business.
0: Okay, and so 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 something. There are a few things there, and, and I and I keep encouraging that because I do a lot of work as well in the small medium enterprise sector um, with businesses. And I'm always encouraging them to be flexible um, and, and as you said, change lanes if they need to. So you also touched on something there. You go to networking. And so one of the techniques we use is normally someone says, hi, my name is Rail. What do you do? You know, and you say, oh, I'm Kelly, and I run a PR on branding. Great. And then what's the second part of the conversation? It's, oh, I see my friend over there at the buffet. Maybe I'll go and talk to them. Mm-hmm. And and so we've broken that down, and, and a little bit like you mentioned, Simon Sinek, who, who who says start with why. So we actually say to people, write down what you do, how you do it, and then why you do it, in that order, and then turn the piece of paper upside down. Yeah. And so that you, so when I'm asked at a networking function, what do you do? I say I bring the lights on in people's eyes. And they look at me, well, are you an optometrist or, or mm-hmm. what do you do? You know, do you sell contact lenses? And so there's a lot of questions around that. They say, so mm-hmm. how do you do that? Well, I run corporate training and events um, for small and medium enterprise where I talk to them about business excellence. That's great. So what, what do you do? Well, I'm a, I'm a professional speaker. And so I've turned it around. So now we've had three questions of interaction, mm-hmm. but we've started off with them understanding the why. Why do I do it? Because I want to see the lots come on in people's eyes.
1: Yeah. And and I call that brand positioning, right? Yeah. Where you can answer the statement. And so now instead of hi, I'm Kelly, I do PR and marketing. You know, I say I help passionate entrepreneurs uncover their unique brands and grow authentic, purpose-driven businesses. Yeah, That's and you much more interesting.
0: <laughs> attract their dream clients and grow their business. Those are, I mean, at the end of the day, if you don't attract your dream clients and grow your business, your business is going to fail. So, so, so your 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 own branding positioning statement is exactly that. You help them get clear so that they can attract their dream clients. There's another line in your bio, and and I think a lot of entrepreneurs forget about that, and that is that every business is unique. And requires a customized strategy, and mm-hmm. you know. So one of my businesses is in an industry where there are sixteen or seventeen thousand competitors across Australia out of twenty-five million people, and every so, so it's in financial services, similar to Canada, where you have mortgage brokers and and financial planners. Well, th- there's so many brokers that I see who don't know their uniqueness. And how do you get unique in a market of sixteen or 17,000 competitors over six cities? So, so, you know, there are six major cities. So, you know, if you break those people up, well, there's a, there's a lot of people in each city competing with you and, and, and people forget about trying to create the uniqueness. You know, you, they, you say to them, oh, I'm a finance broker. And you see their, their whole body sag because they have no uniqueness to explain to people.
1: So this is why I love teaching the brand formula the way that I do, where I empower people to really understand that they already are unique. By way of the fact that you were one in almost 8 billion people on this planet, you are entirely unique. Your reason behind why you're doing what you're doing is what makes your brand special, is what helps you stand out from your competition and once you can step into that that's what's powerful
0: okay so i mean so we shouldn't be afraid of of sameness but we can have to search for our own uniqueness in other you know find yeah. out find our red, find our blue ocean in amongst the red ocean and 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 find that one That that, that part of us that makes us unique out of the 8 billion or the 16,000 or whatever our competitors actually are.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of it comes down to your story. So understanding what your story is and knowing that it's different. And sometimes when I talk to people about brand story, it's easy to think, oh, well, I'm not a company like Tom's Shoes, for example, where Tom's Shoes was created because the founder was in south america noticed a lot of children who weren't wearing shoes and wanted to do something about it really has a philanthropic purpose and meaning behind the why of that company and it's easy for us small businesses to think oh well i'm not you know trying to shoe children in in south america so i don't really have a big purpose and i struggled with that a lot especially and i think a lot of people who had corporate backgrounds who are used to that feeling that happens sometimes in a corporate world where you're sort of told, check your personal life at the door, and then you start your own business and you realize, I actually just have one life and my personal and business life are all intertwined. And the reason why I'm doing this business in the first place is because of something deeply personal to me. And for me, it ended up being that my mom passed away. My mom passed away and I reevaluated what was important in my life and how I wanted to spend my time. And that is where I decided to start my own business. And I didn't used to share that story of what happened and why that was the reason why I started my business, because I was worried that it wouldn't look professional. Like I wouldn't be perceived as professional if I was sharing something that was that deeply emotional with people. And then I learned that I was so wrong that it creates that connection. It is the thing that, that people can remember about you, right? That your story is that for me, that that's what happened. And I've met other people who've come to me and said that they had a similar experience and we shared a connection about that. So it's as much as it's challenging to be vulnerable and expose some things that may be very personal to you, it is what helps you define your brand in a completely unique and authentic way.
0: That's, that's fantastic because I think that's the biggest challenge a lot of people do. And, and I, I was probably you know of that same mindset. In fact, I was accused a few years ago. Not accused. That's a terrible word.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: was told a few years ago after someone watched one of my corporate videos that I was all business and no heart. And but yes, it wasn't a corporate setting, but still, it really struck home to me that I needed to be to show up a bit more authentically when I'm around. The um, so one of the things, one of your pet projects is Bill is going to be a conference that you're planning on organising for end of April or early May, two thousand and twenty-one. Tell me a little bit about your vision. For that conference and where you want to take it?
1: So, I have hosted now the Entrepreneur Success Summit a couple of times, and it's a totally free virtual summit where it's it's serving entrepreneurs, small, medium businesses all around the world with different experts who bring to the table a different skill set, a different perspective. I just think it's important to hear from a variety of people on a bunch of different topics because when we're starting our own businesses and we're wearing all of the hats, we are eager to learn what the things that we don't know that aren't our zone of genius And we know that we need advice from other people because we can't figure it all out on our own. So the Entrepreneur Success Summit is going to be happening mid-May and Rail will be speaking. I'm very excited. So that's something that will be coming to you very soon.
0: That's great. Thank you very much. And that actually is a great point to finish the interview. Just to remind everyone who's listening to this that, um, Kelly's details will be in the show notes as well as details for the success summit, which I will be one of the uh, guest speakers and presenters on. But Kelly, for people who want to get hold of you, who want to work on their brand, who want to work on the magic brand formula, what is the best way for people to make contact with you?
1: I would say email. So it's kelly at ks Communications. That's with an S at the end. Dot Ca. That's a Canadian domain. It is real. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, we know that. We 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 deal with um, on this podcast. We have had guests from all around the world and an ever increasing number of of, of uh, domains. And not everybody, you know, uh, subscribes to the .dot com philosophy. So, mm-hmm. thank you, Kelly, for being a guest today. Thank you for sharing your ideas around. Branding—you know the difference between branding and marketing. How to create an authentic brand, and and really your your magic brand formula. So, thank you very much for being here um, and sharing that with us today.
1: I appreciate you having me.
0: And. A reminder for our listeners, please go to excellencepodcast.com and you will find lots of resources for you to help you on your journey to excellence. Why excellence? Because we never expect everybody to be perfect. All we can be is excellent, which is being the best we can be every time we show up. And so the Business Excellence Podcast offers you a number of free resources for download off the website, excellencepodcast.com. This is Rail Bricker signing off for another episode of the Business Excellence Podcast.